Hello, listener. You're listening to New Game Plus, the internet's 77th leading gaming podcast. I'm your host, Daniel. And your co-host, Antonio. And this week is going to be a TwitchCon recon because your boy, Antonio, was there in San Diego all this past weekend. Yep, I was. Uh, it was it was a trip. It was my first ever TwitchCon. It was my first ever time in San Diego, and hot damn! I am literally biting my finger in jealousy. I I am I'm sorry. <laughs> not your not your fault. Nothing you need to apologize for. Hey, next year, right? Yeah, next year for sure. Yeah. So but, tell uh, me about TwitchCon, man. Oh my god, it was it was insane. Um so me and me and uh my streaming buddy, uh Everlasting Brushstrokes, um we went down together. Uh she ended up driving because I can't be trusted driving California traffic. Oh boy. Uh, no. but we, we, we left at like five thirty or so in the morning. Mm-hmm. We wanted, uh on, on Thursday because we wanted to get there and get our tickets. Uh, like day zero, essentially, because they said that oh, if you get your tickets day zero, it'll you know you'll get a little gift. And also, I just like getting tickets on day zero because it makes everything easier on the actual day of the convention. It makes things uh, smoother when you actually want to enjoy the, the convention. Yeah. So the drive all the way down to San Diego was actually pretty pretty dang smooth. Nothing nothing really major there. Um, but we, we get to San Francisco and we park, we find the convention center and we park underneath it and we, uh, we get ready and we, we get back up and we, you know, get up to ground floor and we get ready to wait in the outside line. Um, and at this point, like we're, we're walking down the entire length of the convention center and I'm just in my head, like already ready. I'm bracing for, um, you know, line con essentially, um, because my last major convention experience was uh, Anime Expo 2016, and uh, I again nothing inherently bad or or malevolent on Anime Expo's part. I just don't like standing in lines for like four hours in summer heat, even if it's partially in the shade. It was not good. I mean, I myself, I have grown to really hate crowds. Yeah, like like. I understand crowds are our inevitability in in conventions, but a, a proper queue and a proper lineup having that kind of handle can make the crowd seem almost non-existent. And so I was getting into this line ready for like braced for a three-hour wait, and we get to the end of the line. The line starts moving. We stop once outside, and then we continue on inside, and. Then inside, there is a small, like, cordoned off little snake section where you walk through, and then that takes you into, like, the actual auditorium or, or the big expo space, essentially. And that second section, the, the interior walk, was seamless. There was not a stop. You just kept on going. Wow. Um, yeah. And then once you get in, into the actual convention space, there's, you know – a bunch of lines and they're separated out by like tier, whether you're a community member or an affiliate or a partner, or if you're a staff, like a, like a, a staff member or in cosplay, or if you're part of like Twitch rivals. Um, and so I, I got in the affiliate line and ever actually had to get in the customer service line because she hit, she bought her ticket as, 
a community member, but she ended up hitting affiliate like two days before we left. So ah. we wanted to see if we could get her an affiliate. So we had to, you know, she had to talk to them about that. Um, meanwhile, I'm sitting there in the, uh, in the affiliate line and I'm just chatting it up with some people. I brought business cards and, uh, ever made some stickers and those were a hit. I loved those. Um, but, uh, like that. Stickers of what? Uh, of my logo actually. Oh, no, you fancy ass logo. It's, yeah. It's, it's cool. I'm actually going to be bringing them up to the, uh, the local meetup. Uh, cause I, I still have a good chunk of leftovers still. <laughs> You're yeah. You're getting one. I know, oh. I know. We should we should do it for this thing. <laughs> oh, for like logo for the uh, for the for the stream. Yeah, no, no, for the for this podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can I can talk to I can talk to her about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, the overall line like that's that that last line was where I spent most of the time kind of just sitting. But even then, like that took an hour. And that was including going over and talking to the customer service people to help ever with her badge. So within an hour, we both had our badges and all of our business taken care of, and we were off to the to the motel. So was she uh, able to get the AFLA status? Yep. Okay, cool. All it took was uh, going into the website and doing like the uh, achievements thing and just showing them, hey, I got path to affiliate completed. So right. they were they were they were really easy going about that, and uh, and like I said, like this was an amazingly handled entry line. I have not seen anything so well handled in not just like compared to Anime Expo, but just in general. It was really well handled. I was very very impressed. Um, it was funny because uh, one of the people in line was like, "Man, this doesn't compare. Like this is such a long wait compared to." Like last year's TwitchCon, and I'm just sitting there like, like what? You you don't know, you don't know suffering. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, uh, like that was pretty much day zero. Uh, we spent the rest of that day like just walking around San Diego and exploring. And uh, there's a really cool uh, um, place right next to the convention center called Gas Lamp Quarter. Where there's a lot of like you know bars and taverns and and really good places to get food and drink and also sweets and just it's a really really cool place to hit up. You're gonna be you're gonna be spending a lot of money there. I'll keep that in mind. Um, and then day one hits, and we you know we get ready. We we head into day one, and I'm kind of just like the, the 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 I have I have no plan. I I hadn't even actually read the like the the schedule or anything i went in completely blind i I, had no plan at all going into twitchcon absolutely not it was it was my goal was to network maybe meet one or two people like if they recognized me or like if they were if they actually ended up coming um and just getting to know a bunch of people just trying to just wing it and so the result of that was i tended not to really go to any panels i didn't really go to any panel at all um but i did spend a lot of time on the convention floors uh exploring and and uh just having a fun time um but we walk into the convention center and the first thing i hear from a bunch of other people is like okay yo we got to hit up the loot cave like right now and i at least knew what the loot cave was like that's twitch's like store i'm like okay you know what? Let me let me see what they have. Maybe maybe I'll I can figure out what's going on, and maybe I'll just do all of my purchasing there. 
So Ever and I go up to the upstairs to the artist alley slash where the loot cave is at. And we get in line uh, with a couple of people that we actually ended up meeting the night before uh, who happened to also be going to TwitchCon. Uh, we happened upon them in the lobby and we're just like, oh, you're here for TwitchCon. Oh, hey, cool. Like, maybe we'll maybe we'll meet up. And it just so happens that we got in line around the same time. Um, wow. What were, the, and- what were the odds? I know this is this it was a it was quite a quite a trip of coincidences serendipity con here yeah actually that's a good way to put it um so we're sitting there in the loot cave line and I'm looking at this thing and I'm like I wonder how far it wraps around because it looked like it wrapped around once and it kind of wrapped around so what happens is um so you have the entrance into the loot cave right it, the the loot cave is just a square. Think of think of this, this big square walled off section of area, right? Okay. On one side, you have um, a line that goes down the entire length of one side, curves around to another to another side, and then within that second side, does like a, a two extra lines, so it like snakes a little bit. So it so it uh, it snakes out and then it wraps outward back across the first side and then around the entire the the the, the rest of the square. Um, it looked long and it looked imposing. I was re- again ready for a like a, another three hour wait. Like okay, well, this is what I'm doing today. I'm doing my purchasing today and that's what all I'm gonna do turns out there was a sign like after we rounded the first corner um of like estimated wait time like 45 minutes and i'm like no way that is not happening there's no way we're getting to the front of the line in 45 minutes and to be fair i was right it took an hour <laughs> yeah that's still not bad yeah <laughs> and and in the meantime like we're again we're just since we're all in line, you know, we see each you other's might as well badges. like get to know the person next to you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like got to got to know a bunch of other people, got to meet another a bunch of more streamers and, and connect. Um, met a couple art streamers, met a couple of, you know, BR streamers and um we all just talked about TwitchCon and stuff like that, what we wanted to do and it, it was fun. We get up there to the, the front of the loot cave line, we go in there, sure enough, like I finally get to see what the all the hubbub's about and it's like, yeah, there's there's shirts, there's like jackets, there's Twitch bags, there's Twitch mugs, there's Twitch everything. Everything is Twitch branded everything. And I'm just like, well, I spent like an hour to get here, so I might as well like actually look and buy some stuff. So we ended up getting like I ended up getting a, a shirt specifically for that TwitchCon and um like a couple of their discounted shirts because it's like, well, it's seven bucks for a t shirt. Like that's a really good fucking deal, that actually. Is a steal compared I, I, for like yeah. most conventions. Exactly. I'm I, and I'm like, like at first I was like, I don't need that shirt, and then I doubled back and I like I saw the price tag and I'm like, wait, that's seven. I pay I normally pay like fourteen dollars for a shirt at like right a topic or something. Fuck that. Give me that. <laughs> um, I bought like a cup and and like a pin because like I love pins just to just to collect or have. So. um Overall, it was pretty cool. Um, definitely, definitely worth the, the wait. Definitely 
the first thing that I will recommend to hit up is that just in terms of stock and just getting it over with. Like I would say if you're going to do any like major purchases in Artist Alley or in, in the Loot Cave, make those day one. Um, so Antonio tip, if you're going to be – if you know you're going to spend money on merchandise at TwitchCon, get it out of the way for day one. Get, get it out of the way for day one. Um, at least for Artist Alley and for like the Loot Cave. Again, partially for stock. I know normally like with anime conventions, you want to wait till day three for deals. And while that is true, I can almost guarantee you they were out of a lot of stuff by day three at, in the Loot Cave. Artist Alley might be a different story. I just wanted to get all the purchasing done so I didn't have to worry about it. So I can just like be like, okay, well now the rest of the con is just, you know, mingle time. Um, but the Artist Alley was amazing like first off there was so much room but there oh, were also there were still a lot of artists so, boy so you were able to walk around each table without having to wait in like traffic I could, I could walk like there were people that were standing like just smoozing in booths right kind of taking up space we could still walk past them and like either go to the next booth or go into the same booth these oh booths my God, were that sounds big. so nice. It was super convenient. I loved it. Um, and again, this this the the artist alley size was huge, and there were a large amount of artists. I bought a lot of stuff. Um, I could probably go into my bag, but I don't want to. I don't want to dig around right now. Uh, like, but off the top of my head, I can remember I bought like this awesome like uh, Monster Hunter set of pokemon cards where it's like monster hunter monsters drawn as pokemon cards oh that's um, really cool i brought some monster hunter pins um a lot of like smaller trinkets and like, like mainly pins and stuff um but i did end up buying and and you saw this on on monday's stream when i came back um i bought two really really badass yakuza prints because there was an artist there that did a lot of yakuza stuff and uh, it looks almost like watercolor, but it, it looked just so cool. I had to get them. For our listeners, you should really consider like posting pictures of that stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, I, I definitely am. I need to – like all of my post-TwitchCon stuff, is. it's going to take a while to filter out because I'm going to need to like – I need to filter out the photos that I took um, and like the merch that I really want to display and show off and, and just stuff like that. Um, so I'd say like within like one or two weeks, I'll be able to actually be like, Hey guys, I know it's late, but, uh, you know, here's some, here's my TwitchCon stuff. So look so. forward to that when we do our plugs later then. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I think, I think the biggest surprise of day one was, um, we were, we were walking, around the last lane of the of the alley for artist alley and i'm like okay cool i think we've seen all the artists here and i'm scanning the the this last aisle and there's a particular artist who and and i read the name of the the plaque on the top of the booth and it's like rosso donovan that name sounds familiar Oh fuck! That's Ross. That's Ross from Game Grumps. That's Rubber Ross. That's Rubber Ninja. It's goddamn like, it, Ross. Yeah, it's goddamn it, Ross. And I'm like, immediately just trying to like, like not like fanboy, but you're I'm, trying. Okay, play it cool. Play well, it cool I'm trying to play it cool. I'm. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's there, and he's like, you know, he's in, he's in a hoodie. 
like chilling out and hanging out. And like what surprised me the most is I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's Ross. It's the Ross. Uh, but there was no line. Like, like there weren't people queuing up for autographs or anything. There weren't like anything like that. I'm like, oh, that's surprising. Like, like I would, I would have fucking lined up for him. I was ready to line up for him. But no, I, instead I just, I walk up and I'm just like, oh, hey. And that's my end up like actually playing it cool. Like, hey, you know, I'm a big fan. I love your work. I love watching you on, on Twitch. I love, you know, seeing your things of Mario Maker. Um, I ended up buying uh, one of his, uh, I think it's uh, Social Monsters is a series that he's making. Okay. Um, really cool series. Um, I bought one of his pins for that and then a sticker of him in like a Mario Maker outfit with just like this mad, maddened look on his face. Uh, it was fucking great. And then I also got a, I got a selfie with him, and uh, I actually got him to sign one of my business business cards. So I actually I'm, got the pleasure of meeting him at an anime expo like a couple of years ago. Nicest guy you ever meet. I I love him. He he is such a sweetheart. Um, just again, awesome, chill dude. Uh, I hope he had an amazing convention. I'm sure. I'm sure for a fact he did. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. I'm sure he was always stopped by people like, oh my god, it's Ross. Um, but no, he it, it's one of those. Um, it was another one of those moments where it's like, it's like there's this person that's like super, like I would consider a celebrity and he's right there in front of me and he's just a chill dude. He's just sitting there like, like looking up funny internet videos and laughing at the, like the memes and stuff. And it's, and just having a good time with the rest of us. And it was really great. <laughs> that's nice to see. You like to see that stuff. Yeah. Um, the rest of day one was spent pretty much networking. And then we went, uh, you know, Went and had some dinner and then checked out. And so, uh, I got a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, did you got to see the besides? Did you see anything else besides the artist alley and the uh, Twitch cave? I mean, the loot cave. Um, well, I didn't see it, but I did hear about the opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard about that after. Uh, I actually heard about that after the con, like at dinner, because we were with. Uh, we ended up meeting um, a streamer that ever wanted to meet Indecent. And we sat down with them at a bar, you know, ordered some drinks, and we just got to chatting as we were, like, eating dinner and whatnot. Um, and he was like, did you see the opening ceremony? I was like, no, I didn't. I was in line for, uh, for you know, Loot Cave and stuff. And he's like, you know, Twitch is really uh, – Twitch is, Twitch is really making some, some pretty impressive changes. Um, and, you know, first and foremost – Obviously, I'm, as you've seen by now, the the Twitch website's gotten a massive, oh, yeah. uh, you know, do over. It looks a lot sleeker, a lot cleaner. I have to admit, I do kind of miss the purple everywhere, but I am still a fan of like the dark theme, like the 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 black, the, the sleek, mm-hmm. the very, you know, business business like. That's something that I like. Um, I also know it's just a small thing, but I like that you can adjust the color of your video accents that are going to be on your channel or I guess your channel accents is what they called it. Um, I figured that was a really nice touch. Um, and like the, the cosmetic stuff is great. I, I don't mind a new layout, you know, I'll get used to it. I've gotten used to all of Facebook's layouts mm-hmm. in due time. I can do the same for Twitch. I, I don't worry about that. What absolutely floors me is what they did with ads. Yeah. Us Twitch affiliates finally get some ad revenue, yo. Yeah, we, we get some ad revenue. Like, that was the biggest thing. Like, that was 
like the first thing that I, as soon as I heard it, I started trying to like tweet that out to like, or, or like send that out to discord and people like, holy shit, like we're getting ad revenue. I don't know how much I kind of don't care. Cause I didn't expect any. But I've not never... only that, the ads are going to play picture in picture, meaning you're not going to be interrupted immediately by an ad. You can still see your streamer, but yeah, the ad will still play, but you can still see his game, his footage. Yes. And Tell me, tell me how many times this has happened to you. You've tried to raid somebody. You've been super hype. You raid somebody. You're not subbed to them, and all of a sudden, an ad plays, and you miss their shout out. And you miss their shout out, or you, or you know, you have to type in chat like, "Oh, I can't see you right now because you know, ad or something like that." And so, like, you wait another 15 seconds, and you're like, "Okay, I'm here now." And then you do the shout out, and it's like, or or you miss a really important moment, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like that apparently Twitch has acknowledged that that the, the rating ads is a bug that shouldn't oh. happen. That should have never happened in it and oh. is, and, and encourages people who experience that to tell them. Um, so funny little anecdote there. Uh, but yeah, like the fact that ads aren't going to be as intrusive, um, well, as intrusive, uh, and that affiliates are now going to get some form of ad revenue is mind blowing. Cool. Um, again, not to not to shout out the competitor, but I want to feel I feel like part of this is brought on by their fear of Mixer. You know it is. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's just it's just business, right? It's it's it's, it's, it's a competition. Yeah. After that large exodus of of you know Ninja and like oh you know oh it's only Ninja. Not a lot of people will move to Mixer. They underestimated that power they mm -hmm. really did and uh it it definitely shows mm -hmm. um but i'm happy with the changes that they're making but um, the, they also... the, what i'm actually asking about is um did you actually walk the floor of twitchcon uh i walked a little bit of the floor of twitchcon um i did more of the walking on day two i mainly okay. did um like a little bit of the ch of the the charity side and like the lenovo booth which um shout out to lenovo they make actually some like like this, this is i'm not even paid to say this like they make some legit good products like i i'm probably gonna be buying a headset from them mm -hmm. uh because they are relatively well priced and seem like a pretty damn good product because like the person that um i was talking to i actually kind of grilled him a little bit on like the technical aspect of their products like you know oh <laughs> what kind of switches do you have in in your keyboards you know what kind of uh you know what's the pressure and stuff like that um, or like with their headsets and stuff, and, and they were able to keep up. They they were able to keep up. I was I was very impressed. You know, he was able to be like, yeah, you know, here's the decibel range of our uh, of our headset. You know, here are the diameter uh, diameter sound cans that we have that we use inside. You know, here's the difference between this version and this version uh, in terms of numbers. And it's like, okay, you know your stuff. You're not just a salesman. You you are a representative. Um. Really cool, like semi noise canceling headphones with a built in mic, uh, like fifty bucks. Okay, well, I'll and, get more to more question on day when you get to day two. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. Overall, like the the convention hall was huge, absolutely huge, and and we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was said at the uh, opening ceremony. I think they mentioned something about being a little bit more transparent with bands. Um, which was kind of hilarious because apparently after they said that Ninja put up a, a Twitter, a tweet, I think referencing Alinity or something. 
and like there was that fucking shit that happened. So that's that's on them. That's between Twitch and and that streamer. So I'm not gonna touch it. Yeah. Uh, but if they are going to be more transparent with bans, I I personally would appreciate it. Um, I forgot what else. And there's there's probably a lot of stuff that I'm missing. Um, but you know the mo- what I want to get this podcast is just like your experiences, not just the Twitch announcements. Mm-hmm. So this is what I, I, that's I, what I want to focus on here. Yeah. Oh, oh, all in all, it was it was a it was a hype. It was a hype day one. Um, okay. But that doesn't compare to day two. <laughs> okay, here uh, it comes. Day two was a fucking blast. So so obviously I'm done with Artist Alley at this point, and uh, I go on to the uh, the expo floor, and the the first thing that we try to do is uh, uh, we try and get in line for this human crane thing for charity. Um, unfortunately, they told us it was going to be a three hour wait at like Ooh. nine o'clock. And I actually, um, the day before somebody had messaged me on Twitter. is like, Oh, like you're AKL trifecta. I watched your like RPG maker streams. Um, I really want to meet up with you. Cause I came in here from Brazil and I'm like, wow. Oh my God. Somebody like messaged me on Twitter saying like, I want to meet up with you. I'm like, boy, like, internally i'm like boy you just made my con you have no fucking idea (laughs) you made me feel like famous for like a minute and so i did i met up with the guy um awesome person very very uh big-hearted person because there we ended up meeting at at one of the uh the charity stream um booths and uh dude the charity stream booths were great actually because there were a lot of different charities that i didn't know about that i actually want to try and start working with um like a good i'd say a good like quarter of the entire expo floor was related to charity stuff whether it was yeah whether it was organizations that like you know you could um partner with or just you know organizations that were like taking donations or whatever um it was really really good really well done um, and it opened my eyes to a lot of possibilities that I want to eventually incorporate into my streams when I start getting ready to like do a charity stream or two. Um, but we ended up not doing the human crane thing because we had places to be. I had, you know, I had to meet up with the guy, uh, and I did. And then afterwards, I walked the other half of the, the convention floor, which was a lot of like, um, you know, expo vendors, mm-hmm. uh, HyperX. Um, all no, the big, all the big names. Yeah, Lenovo. Um, pretty much Elgato any, was there, I think. Yeah, El, Elgato was there with their stream decks and their and their uh, headsets. Uh, you you had Totino's pizza rolls with streaming booth there. I was weird, <laughs> but uh, that's something I want to try to do when when I get when I go to TwitchCon this year. Is I want to try to get like a spot at those streaming booths. Yeah, I I didn't know how those worked. I thought those were like, at first I thought those were like partners only, but I think those. The ones that I was thinking of that were like there were specific booths reserved for partners like on a schedule like okay this is when you're gonna do your live from TwitchCon stream and it's like oh okay well that's first off that's really fucking badass that's actually really fucking cool mm-hmm. um, but yeah to, to be able to uh, sit at one of those little streaming booths even for like thirty minutes and be like yo you know do it like a just chatting like I'm at TwitchCon have you know people ask me questions or whatever that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I saw an observation on Twitter is that um, 
for TwitchCon, there wasn't that many like game uh game exhibitors. Nope, there was not. Um, and just as a little like I guess a, a tease into day three, I actually didn't see anything majorly game related until day three when um I saw a bunch of like Borderlands bags like every which way. Ah. So I don't know if like specifically Gearbox came out for day three or like if there was a vendor doing something uh, in in relation with Borderlands. Like there there were some small things here and there. There were like there were a bunch of indie game developers. Like there was a huge indie game chunk of of um, of booths, and it was really cool to check out those games and to like test them out. Um, but in terms of like big game developers or like big gaming announcements, yeah, no, there was, there was not really a one. Um, I kind of wasn't surprised though, just because it, I didn't expect it to be a big, as much as um, Twitch is about like, you know, video games and stuff. It didn't feel like a gaming convention. Interesting it, take. It felt more like, like literally a, a streamer's convention. Um, that's that's what I expected out of it, and that's why I wasn't surprised to not see a lot of um, a lot of actual game vendors and have it be more the hardware or you know the software and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, and then obviously you know in in between the the hardware and the software and the the uh, the charities you have like you know gamer fuel and like fucking all these other weird like drinks that people are trying to like yeah and all the gaming with. stereotypes there yeah, all the all the gaming stereotypes and there's like you know there's there's men and women in body suits like all dancing like all hype or whatever it's like it was cool but I'm like eh, eh. There was a Twitch Sings booth, though. It was a really cool Twitch Sings booth. Oh, that um, sounds cool. I tried to get in line for it day two, but um, they ended up capping the line, and I was past the cap. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just watch a couple of other Vegas streamers. And I just sat there with a the group and hung out there for a good few hours until the convention closed, um, watching my fellow Vegas streamers and just other people uh, fucking rock out. But I resolved to try and make it to Twitch Sings on day three because of that. Um, but yeah, uh, day two was pretty much just an expo day. It was mainly spent walking around the big hall, just seeing the different vendors and again, networking with other people and then having a dinner. And, uh, we ended up meeting with another streamer, uh, afterwards at their like hotel. Um, his name is Edenoth and uh, he was with a, a group of people. Um, and it was, it was actually really cool because ever is the one who actually knew Edenoth. Because uh, okay. he, I guess she got to know him because Edenoth uh, plays Yakuza dressed up like Yakuza. It's really cool. That's actually <laughs> that how I got to see him. Such a cool gimmick. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but he also does, you know, a bunch of other things like Mario Maker. And um, funnily enough, he does 14 as well. Um, and he brought that up and like immediately my interest was peaked. And it <laughs> turns out that his entire group plays 14 so immediately we just fucking hit it off and like we just start talking about the game for like i believe it was like two hours because it was two hours before seven o'clock which is when the twitch party started oh Um, man 
And so, you know, I'm just like, man, this is my perfect way to schmooze in and we can all just go to the party together. Um, Ever wasn't able to come because she didn't have the party pass, but she had her own little meetup that she had planned. So she had time to kill. Um, So we ended up walking over to the party, the, the TwitchCon party that was being held at Petco Stadium right next to the convention center. Where and the Padres play. Where, where the Padres come to lose. <laughs> now, 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 that, that, now, that's not me. That's not a take from AKL Trifecta. That's literally what the, what the member of Blink-182 said when he came on the stage. <laughs> so, yeah, tell me about the TwitchCon party. Dude, it was amazing. I thought, I thought it was going to be an, a, an absolute sardine fest in there. Because one, I've never actually been inside a baseball stadium, so I don't really know how big they are. So oh, it man. was it was bigger. It was a lot bigger than I expected. Yeah, those um, places are huge. They they are freaking huge. Um, but they had everything was open. Like the like some of the restaurants were obviously all the concession stands were. So like I got I got a couple of beer big big old beers and a ballpark like stadium pretzel. It was delicious, and that was before I got drunk. Um, lo and behold, uh, I got drunk. <laughs> um, but the, the concert itself was great. So they started out with, um, uh, this French EDM artist whose name once again escapes me. Median. Uh, Median. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for keeping up on that. Um, it started out with him or it, he may not have been the first act, but he was the first act that I was hearing. And, um, I know Madian because he had a hand in the very famous anime AMV Shelter. Um, so I was like already starting to like fanboy a little bit. And me and the group, we saunter on over into the actual baseball field proper. And it was obviously anywhere close to the stage was super packed. But as soon as you like got... I guess in baseball stadium terms, I, I, like if you got to like past the baselines, it was very sparse. Okay. And then like the stands were even more sparse. So like there were, if you needed to slink away and like D people and just breathe just for a little down. bit. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just to sit down, you had plenty of room and there were bathrooms everywhere and everything. So it was like, it, everything was very convenient, very well laid out. I didn't sit down. I didn't de people. I was up in that crowd the entire fucking time, except for one bathroom break. Um, but oh my god, Madian was amazing. Um, he was sampling a bunch of other uh, French EDM artists. He was sampling a couple of anime things uh, that I, did, I or couldn't quite place. He sampled a lot of Daft Punk's uh, Interstellar five 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 five. I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I was super happy with that. And then, of course, he ends his set with Shelter. And I I legit teared up because, like, Shelter made me cry when I first saw it. And it still does uh, bring a lot of emotions. And I am I, absolutely certain you weren't the only one. Yeah. And I, I'm certain that I wasn't because I was looking around the crowd – and uh, there were people that were also like tearing up or like yelling and just really passionate. It was good. It was it was a very bonding experience. Um, and then uh, you know he finishes his set and Logic comes out. Um, Filling in no, for Lil Nas X, who had to cancel last minute. 
who had who had to cancel last minute. Now, I've not really heard a lot of Lil Nas X, and I've never heard of Logic up until that set until this last Saturday. Logic's set was fucking bomb. He fucking killed it. He knew how to get the crowd hype. He knew how to keep that energy going. Um, and while like the hard rap like that isn't normally my thing, I'm more of like school rap mm-hmm. fan. Um, I I enjoyed it, and maybe it was partially the beers. I don't know, but it was uh, that might have had a hand in things. Yeah, I would say a mixture of the beers and just the overall like community vibes. feel. Vi- yeah, the community vibes of of the event like i just got into it and and enjoyed it uh so logic finished up his set and then blink 182 came out and that was the one that i was excited for and you were what? immediately transported back to like 2003 dude they like they opened up with um oh god what they opened up with what's my age again Oh, well, and yeah. So, like, just straight from the, like, just blast in the past, just bam. And it was, it was great. They, they killed it. They did that. They, uh, they, I don't know if you've seen the video. They actually shouted out Untitled Goose Game in the middle of their set. Yeah, I heard about this. Mark Hoppus was like, y'all, y'all play that Untitled y'all, that Goose Game? Yeah. Y'all play that goose game. You can flap your wings. You can flex your wings, and it's really cool. Oh my god, it's so amazing! And then he, I, I, this part I'm fuzzy on. I don't remember. I haven't watched the video. I'm pretty sure he did like a honk honk towards the crowd, uh, or something. But uh, all, all I, all I remember was like just sitting there, almost like dumbfounded. Like the makers of of Goose Game House House, like. They're just a small indie game that just wanted to make a little thing that people were already super excited for. And then, you know, the game finally comes out and it's doing gangbusters. It is tearing up like the best selling charts. And then like you have you have celebrities like 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 Mark Hoppus shouting out Goose Game to a crowd of like what I can only assume assume are like thousands of people. Like, you know that's got to be some sort of fame that these guys are writing on right now. They have got to be on cloud nine. Yeah. But, uh, like they, again, the blink Eight two continues their sets, uh, confetti and streamers fall down as the sets get more intense. And like beach balls have been going every which way ever since blink One Eighty Two took the stage. So we're all just having a good time. Um, didn't they, one of them start a fuck mixer chant? Uh yes, they did. Uh, I was a little bit hesitant on that one. Uh, cause I mean, it happened. It was something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it it happened. Uh, I didn't really join in. Like I watched it happen just because I have some friends that are on Mixer, and so it's like I can't in good conscience really do that. But well, you're I, not saying fuck Mixer. I'm saying the crowd was chanting fuck. Yeah, Mixer. the crowd I'm not was condoning it. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those like it. I understand why they did it because it's like you're at TwitchCon. How do you? How else do you? You know, you are playing to the crowd. Exactly. You were you were playing to the crowd. That's that's how you do. They would have said the opposite thing if it was MixerCon or something. I completely understand. You gotta again. You gotta keep that hype going. That's just how stardom works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, overall, like between the three sets that I've heard between Logic 
and Madeon and Blink-182. Blink-182 obviously was my favorite. Um, I had, I fucking rocked out. I, I yelled until my voice was hoarse. Uh, I walked out of the stadium with like a bunch of like streamers and stuff like around my neck. Like, yeah, look at all this swag that I got. I'm so cool. And then I realized how, how much of an idiot that I looked like, and I like I gave it to somebody else. I'm like, here. Like I told you, you're covered in trash. You 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 wear this. This is yours now. Okay. I and am they, the trash king. Yep. And they were like, yeah. I'm just like, you do that. You do that. I'm gonna not look stupid. <laughs> Trust me, I'm gonna look stupid enough already. I mean, um, uh, from what you, I, I heard on your stream, that was not going to be that, that looking stupid was going to be something of a that was a guarantee. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> absolute guarantee. So we so we walk out of the of Petco Park, and uh, apparently the rest of the group hadn't had enough to drink. So we go into a nearby hotel uh, to go to the bathroom, and then we stop by the bar. And at first, I'm just like like. Um, they order a whiskey, um, and I'm just like, oh, I, I'd like something sweet right now to finish it off. I'll take a Kahlua. And they all look at me like, you mean a whiskey, right? It's <laughs> like, well, I really want a Kahlua. And they're like, get him a whiskey too. And I'm like, oh, well, shit, fuck, okay. Like at that point, I just resigned to peer pressure. You succumb like, this peer pressure. I'm just like, okay, fine. I'm still gonna like, like mentally, I'm going through like my, I'm, I'm doing like mental checks of my own faculties. Like, okay, let's see. I'm turning my head, and the room is slightly fuzzy, but I'm not nauseous, and I'm not like completely stumbling. I can probably do another shot. Um, so I do, I so I do the shot, which actually was probably more like a shot and a half or something. And we're like, okay, we keep on chatting. I, I, I start sipping my Kahlua and enjoying it. And then somebody else is like, I'll take a, let's have a, let's have shots of Maker's Mark all around. And I'm like, oh God, oh, no. another whiskey. Oh no. Oh no. But I, he already ordered for everyone. So I can't let it go to waste. So I got to do it. Um, so I take the second shot and then I finish up my Kahlua and we walk out of the hotel and I can tell I am gone and, and like, I am like legitimate stumbling. I'm like giggly at this point. I'm like giggly drunk. Um, and like, I notice there's other TwitchCon goers and I'm like in that party mood where I'm just like, yeah, TwitchCon and I'm high-fiving people. And it's like, <laughs> I am. I was pretty Some of them much, probably weren't at TwitchCon. <laughs> uh, maybe one or two. They're like, <laughs> just, just get away from me, please. Here's your high five. Just go away. <laughs> um, but like, they're these madmen. These mad lads are like, all right. There's a tequila bar, like, oh god, like half a mile away. We're gonna go to that. And I'm just like, it's eleven. And I really want to still do Twitch Sings tomorrow. I want to still do day three. I paid for this ticket. I'm going to go home. I'm I'm going to go, guys. Okay? You guys are amazing. I'm glad. I, and they were like, like, yeah, you know what? A party. I'm like, thanks. I'm probably never going to party for the rest of this year. This is this is my party. You hit your quota. I, I hit my quota for like the century. But uh, so I ended up going back to the convention center. And I call up Ever. 
and Ever's getting out of her, her meetup and like, okay, well, the, the trams are running late or the trams are stopped because they're done for the day. Um, also, pro tip, because it's going to be in San Diego next year uh, again. It, try and find a place that's near the tram line if you can, uh, because one, the tram line is a great way to get straight to the convention center, but also the tram line can take you to a bunch of other really cool places like Little Italy which is where we went on day three to get like lunch. And like, it's only $6 for a day pass for all the trams you want. Oh, that's cheap. So it's an, it's an absolute steal. Um, definitely recommend. I'm going to try and do that again if I go next year, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, so ever calls up a, an Uber and I don't remember much about the ride home. I remember, that's a good sign. I remember, stumbling to get to the place where uh the uber was gonna pick us up and ever looking at me like i was five years old and oh my god i have to babysit this fuck and then i remember stumbling into the car and the guy turns to us and is like you know how's your night going and immediately without missing a beat i'm just like i'm drunk (laughs) And he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> and Ever just <laughs> navigates him to our, our hotel. And like I try I keep trying to converse with him, but I guess I'm just slurring and just fucking out of it. So he's just doing like the like yes nod, like just just smiling away, boys. As a guy who's driven who drives for Lyft, yeah, I know where that guy's coming from. Yeah, it's just like, you know, sometimes look. You don't look like you're gonna throw up in the back of my. Just, just you do you, man. You do you. <laughs> that's that's the kind of vibe I think uh, he had. Yeah, that's like the biggest like worry we have whenever we pick up a drunk customer. Yeah. Oh man. But uh, that's. Well, we we get back to our our room, and I walk over to the bed, and I just like like a fucking tree, just timber. And like starfish out on the on the on the pad, just like, all right, I'm gonna go to sleep now. And everyone's like, no, you're not. No, uh, I gotta sleep there too. So she like just shoves me like over to one side of the bed and just like slaps a blanket on on me and and like puts a pillow like on my face and is like, there you go, go to sleep. I pass out. Pillow on your face. Just, just we're done. We're done. Go to sleep. You're going to wake up in the morning. You're going to hate life. Uh, day three, I wake up in the morning and I hate life. Fucking, <laughs> 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 I wake up at 630 in the morning. Oh, no. And what time not, did you go to bed? Uh, like probably like midnight or like one. Oh, okay. Not because I had to, but because Ever actually wanted to get up early to get to the Bob Ross panel. So... Because her alarm went off, I woke up in conjunction and even plastered and hung over out of my mind. When I hear an alarm, I'm it's time to get up. And uh, I tried getting I like she ends up getting ready and like I've already are I've already told her like day two, like leave without me. I'm gonna get I will I will get to the con on my own time. Don't worry about it. You know, I know you really wanna do this thing, go do it. After I drill a hole in my head. Yeah, after I drill a hole in my head, like, like, and I'm sitting there after she leaves, like, you know what? Maybe I can, maybe I can get up. 
I'll get up. I'll take a shower. I'll be really early to the con, and it'll be great. So I sit up on the bed and then immediately fall backwards because my head is just fucking killing me. <laughs> um, but I, I stagger on over. I get some water. I take an aspirin, um, you know, and I go back to sleep for like another three hours. And then by the time I wake up then, I'm feeling not 100%, but good enough to get in the shower and get ready and, you know, make my way out get some breakfast, had the best goddamn bacon and cheese croissant I had ever fucking had in my life. Um, God, hangover food is the best food. It really is. Oh, yeah. Um, but just overall, I also had the croissant again sober, and it was still really fucking good. So there is that. Um, but I ended up making it to the con like around 10. Make it to Twitch Sings around like, you know, 10, 15 or so. And I actually make it. I, I think I was in the booth singing at like one one thirty or so. That was fun. That was just an absolute blast. What'd you sing? Um, I sung uh, Calum Scott dancing on my own. Okay. It's a a personal favorite song of mine. Um, but no, there were there were people there were people like doing every everything. There were people doing Beauty and the Beast. I heard. I heard. Uh, Mariah Carey, really, really good Mariah Carey. Um, like high notes and all? High notes and everything. They oh. fucking nailed it. Like, So the Twitch Sings booth actually had this thing where like, if you really wowed the judge at the time, you were given a golden ticket to go to come back like at 4, or 5, 4 to 5 p.m. that day and participate in like the golden hour of Ooh. singing. Um, so... I didn't care if I got it or not. I just wanted to sing and people were still applauding and, and were like, wow, you're really good. And I'm like, that's all I wanted. That's more than I expected. <laughs> there's um, my golden ticket. Exactly. There's my, exactly. There's my gold. I'm not ass. <laughs> um, but there were people that like, uh, there was this guy that was like really timid going up and everything. And then all of a sudden he belts out a ACDC like, with the power metal voice, like a fucking champ. I loved him so much. Um, it was just, it was just fun. And then, um, oh, I, I think I forgot to mention, I think day, day two, no, it, it was either day two or day, day three. I actually can't remember now. Um, gee, I wonder why. I wonder why, uh, ever, ever took place, took part in, um, a raffle from hyper HyperX, and uh, ended up winning a, a fancy microphone from them. So uh, Ever's audio quality on her streams is about to go up. And I think that the mic that she got is actually a little bit better quality than the Yeti blue that I have. It is. I looked it up. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm a little jelly, but also like, holy shit, you actually won a raffle. Holy fuck. <laughs> I was, I was psyched. Um, it was funny. Cause I ended up, what happened was uh, she ended up giving me two of her tickets just so that I was looking at numbers with her. And uh, they were calling out numbers and they, they get to the last number and they start calling them out slowly, one number at a time. And I'm like, that one's mine. The second one's mine. The third one's mine. And then the announcer turned away from us so we couldn't hear the fourth one. 
and there was like dead silence. And then they're like, you know, oh, does nobody have it? And I I'll, immediately I'm like, what's the last number? And I, I start like 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 looking towards like other raffle goers, like what what was the last number? What did she say? And then they're like, oh, the number was one. And I'm like, that's me. And I immediately just start like jumping forward through the crowd, like kind of shoving people out of the way, just not like super rude, but like trying to Look, like you want your prize. Yeah, I'm like I'm like I like I'm trying to like get their attention. Like I'm right here. We have a winner. I'm just like screaming. Uh, actually, because I was shouting, yeah, this was this happened day two. Now that I think okay. about it, <laughs> um, but yeah, we we I get up there, I get I give them the ticket, and yeah, we we get the we get the microphone. Um, Very cool. Again, it was great. Um, but day three ends up coming to an end. Pretty much same thing. I uh, we, we I I walk the expo floor um, a lot. I went back to Artist Alley. I actually ended up uh, meeting back with Ross again, uh, chatting with him for a quick little bit. And then I whipped around to like go continue on with Artist Alley. And I, a particular person catches my eye because their name tag, the 8-Bit Drummer, uh, who is a really big drumming inspiration for me uh, because – and also because of his emotes are fucking amazing. You, I spam the fuck out of them in Discord and everywhere <laughs> that I can um but i like i was actually more starstruck with him than i was with ross because i was uh because i didn't expect him to like be like right behind me and i'm like whoa you're the 8-bit drummer and and he's like yeah and like and i i just sit there like speechless for like a good like 30 seconds then i'm like he's like snapping his fingers in front of you like yeah "Um." like he's like are you okay he's like okay uh uh first off Big fan, uh, obviously. <laughs> um, How is it you were able to play it so cool with Ross? But then, I, I, it's. I think it's because I was given time to like. Okay, that's Ross. That's Ross. He's doing normal things. He's just another person. He's acting chill. He's acting cool. You know, I was given time to prepare. Whereas <laughs> I whipped around and all of a sudden, like, not only is the eight pit drummer there, but he's now focused on me because I'm all like, whoa. So I'm like, oh shit! I have no time. I have to wing it. <laughs> but uh, no, that was that was fun. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of my TwitchCon, like, I, I'm a little sad I didn't get to. I didn't actually read panels and try and make time for them. But at the same time, I met so many people during the time span of those panels that I almost feel like winging it was actually the better decision for me, at least for this first TwitchCon. Yeah. Um, and and best of all, ever actually did end up making it to her Bob Ross stream and uh, made a Bob Ross painting, and it is actually sitting uh, on our counter right now. I have waiting. It's still drying because oil paint takes a long time to cure. Uh, but after it's all done, we're gonna probably hang it up in the house. I saw it on your stream. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. God, art's a, art's a fucking thing, man. Art is an amazing thing. Yes, art is amazing. All right, so yeah, day three's winding down. Um, yeah, day, day three's winding down. We end up, you know, having some dinner again with Edenos group after like they wake up at I think three. <laughs> Turns out from what they told me, it was like they did like four or five shots of tequila and then a fishbowl. Um, so yeah, they nice. actually they actually didn't wake up till like mid afternoon. <laughs> Talk about rock stars here. Yeah, fucking madmen, the mad lads in last. But we ended up hanging out that evening. We got some dinner with them. 
Um, funnily enough, we got some more drinks with them. Nothing a lot though, nothing too strong. Um, and then we hung out at the uh, at their at their uh, at their hotel pretty much until nightfall, and then we just came back to the hotel and started packing up and and then we we woke up Monday morning because. I, I took the extra day so that I could actually fully enjoy day three instead of worry about, you know, how are we going to get home or like making sure we have everything on day three. Um, another really good choice there. Mm-hmm. And we, we left Monday morning and we came in like four o'clock Monday afternoon. And I was like, yeah, I can stream today. <laughs> so overall Twitch, your first TwitchCon, you know, you, didn't have the typical first time experience. You didn't go to any major panels. You didn't stand in line for some big name partner streamers. You decided to go on your off your own path and just yeah. explore. I think I think part of that is because one, I'm personally just not really much of a panels guy anyway in mm. terms of like expos and cons. I mean, so it sounds like you you weren't interested in like how to how to like best grow your audience how to make uh partnerships how to make uh, sponsorships you sound like you weren't that interested in that yeah it's like and like you know i mean i not that there's the, anything wrong with looking yeah. for like advice in that yeah nothing and nothing wrong with that and like i have looked for advice with that it's just that my advice comes from other streamers and whatnot i've i've learned a lot from other streamers and like other partners that i already know or you know i'll learn from I'll, I'll see what other people are doing and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize you can do that with your streams. Like, like what I want to do now is I want to actually, I realized um, I, I want to have more personal camera shots, like being able to like actually have change the scene to like a camera shot of my face so I can actually address people. Um, I also ended up getting a green screen while I was at TwitchCon. So I'm going to try and spend the weekend to try and dial that in and get that working hopefully by next week. Um, and, and like, that's what, that's the next step that I want to take my, my stream in. And like, as, as cool as the, you know, um, prop, you know, how to, how to really do well with charity stream or how to sound natural with paid advertisements in your stream. As, as cool as that sounds, I can always look up similar topics online. Um, I can always learn that way, but personal experiences and getting to meet people who fly in from literally around the world, that is a limited experience. You can't get that from just surfing the internet. You can't physically be with that person at that time. So what would you, as we're winding down here, what would you say is like the biggest piece of advice for say someone like me, their first time to go on the TwitchCon. What's like the first thing you'd want to impart upon them? Don't be afraid to just talk to new people. Even even if you're like, you know, even if the question is just, oh, what do you stream? Even if it's something that you're not really interested in, like still talk to them because you might find other ground where, you know, you'll find a common thing. And it's like, well, in that case, you still made a connection. Um, I can't tell you how many, like I, I had a stack of business cards by the end of it. Um, also I guess side tip, I would definitely recommend making business cards. 
I mean, yeah. At 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 least, if you're if you're going in there with the mindset of networking, it makes so much more. It, it's very easy. Like it, it's easy to take a picture of your Twitch ID, but it's something else to actually hand them a business card and be like, you know, here's here's me as a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say my biggest advice: uh, don't be afraid to talk to new people. Um, you're gonna be standing in line. You're gonna be with. You're gonna be with other streamers. So it's like. You're you already have your common ground there. And anybody you want to give a shout out to, like you know, like that you met there that you really want to like say, hey, shout out to blank and whatever. Yeah. So again, big shout out to Edenoth and his entire crew for um, absolutely making my day two and absolutely making my TwitchCon. Those guys were amazing, and I spent the most time with them. Um, big shout to shout out to Indecent for being the start of the, all that whole like streamer meetup scene. Um, another big shout out to Max Stardust, the person from Brazil who wanted to meet me uh, because I was an RPG Maker stream. Uh, big shout out to Mr. Duriel who I forgot was going, and then like he messaged me on Discord saying like, "Yo, are you here?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I am." And I met up with him and a couple of his other friends, and we really hit it off there. Um, and last but certainly not least, big shout out to all of the Vegas streamers who came out and represented Sin City. Um, I'd say we fucking rocked it. I, I have no doubts about that. All right. So, hey, guys. Um, thank you, for guys, for listening to this week's episode. If you like what we do, please consider subscribing or hitting that like button, hitting, leaving us a comment. Now that we're on Anchor, hey, uh, there is an option to do a monthly uh, donation, be at the $1, $5, $10 mark. Hey, we will appreciate any and all supporters, and we will give you a shout-out every episode, no matter who you are, no matter what level. So thank you for that. And if you want to send us more questions or you want to reach us, one, you can send us a question to newgamepluspodcast at gmail.com. That's New Game Plus Pod shit, I think it's actually NG Plus Podcast. It's NG Plus Podcast at gmail.com. It's late. That's NG Plus Podcast at gmail.com. And Antonio, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AKL Trifecta. I'm actually celebrating my uh, 400 follower mark uh, in the coming weeks. So Congratulations, man. That's a. Uh, don't underestimate the networking power of Twitch. Like, that's. <laughs> the whole reason why I got it. Um, it was scarily good. <laughs> and you can find myself at Twitter at Perpetual Player and on Facebook and Instagram at the Perpetual Player One. And I do stream also at twitch.tv slash the Perpetual Player One. Anyway, thank you, thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. We will see you again next week. But as always, go out there, go do amazing things, and take care of yourselves. Bye, everybody. Have a good one.